0: Reset Rebel, it's the Reset Rebel, it's the Reset Rebel, it's the Reset Rebel coming to you every
1: day. Welcome back to the Reset Rebel podcast with me, Joe Yule, and today we are. In the blazing, glorious Sunday afternoon or Sunday morning, brunch time, sunshine, um, just by Portinax Lighthouse. We've just uh, hiked up here, um, just standing on the rocks, just the other side, heading towards the secret and forbidden Crystal Coast, which I haven't done this walk for a really long time. Um, But that is where we are for today's guest interview. And I'm very uh, excited to introduce you to today's guest. Sally-Ann Sweeney.
0: Hello there. <laughs> A.K.A. Yoga Like Vibes. Yoga Like Vibes in the house, yeah. Hi, how are you doing, Jay?
1: Very good. Thank you so much for, um, yeah, coming on this little exploration of
0: the north with me this morning. It's, um, yeah, it's such a gorgeous Sunday. It is quite something. I've never done this walk. It's really, truly amazing. I can't wait to bring retreat guests here and bring my husband and secret special friends because it's just amazing, isn't it?
1: It's it is. Super.
0: Absolutely Well, nature is the number one reason that I
1: live in Ibiza. And um, sometimes you forget when you get busy and you get caught up in life here on the island that this all exists really within like a stone's throw of any location you are on the island you're close to the coastline obviously being quite a small island but it's just so amazing to get away from everything and everyone as well and we've not seen with oh we've seen a couple of people when we first arrived but it's pretty uh, well we've got the whole thing to ourselves right now
0: yeah no one here now and it's just um gorgeous sunshine The nature, the birds, the waves. We just went right to the edge a minute ago and it was just crashing waves and so much incredible energy and we both said, didn't we, we want to dive in although it's a little bit chillier this time of year but maybe we're going to have to brave it. Potentially (laughs) thoroughly lethal
1: and um, yeah, we could possibly not make it out of that one alive I reckon with the (laughs) choppiness of the sea today. We've just managed to find a little non-windy... Part of this walk, because we're heading towards the Crystal Coast, which I think we should probably start strolling, if it's possible, to walk and talk. It is um, not windy here, and I think we're going to definitely catch a few rays while we're having this conversation, which for April... I mean, spring is my favourite time of year on this island, and that's exactly why I run my May retreat at this time of year, my first one, because it's just the flowers and the flora and fauna and the wonderful local... Herbs that we've um, been seeing on this walk this morning, lots of rosemary and fennel, and my favourite is wild garlic. I picked a load of um, wild flowers yesterday as a, as a gift for someone, and I didn't even know what wild garlic looked like until I picked these flowers, and on the end were these really amazing
0: delicious smelling bulbs have you seen those oh it's so tasty i just came back from india actually i do a an annual retreat in goa and just before i arrived in ibiza i was in goa for the the retreat and they have an amazing organic garden there and loads of wild garlic and amazing herbs so you get to kind of go and tour and pick all the herbs that we eat daily in our food over there in uh, Samata, uh, near Arambol. It's an amazing centre. Anyway, so garlic, wild garlic is one of my favourites. And then I was walking actually just last week, a couple of weeks ago, with Katie, who you've met, um, my dear friend who's also the chef on my retreats here in Ibiza, and she was showing me all the wild asparagus, which was just coming into bloom. So, yeah, so much amazing uh, flora and fauna and things that you can... uh, Forage, yeah, forage. Love a bit of foraging. There's a lot of that to be had in
1: Ibiza, particularly with just like you know things like lemons and oranges because everyone's got their own little orange grove or their own little lemon orchard, which I love because you can just go and basically grab a few little bits on your way home from somewhere and then um, wake up and have the most delicious. Lemon water, which is just so much fresher. I mean, some of the ones in the garden of the house I'm staying at right now are actually the size of grapefruits. They are huge, and they are just... They're not even bitter like they are, you know, when you get them from the supermarket in those little bags. Like,
0: these are just a completely... You could almost just eat these lemons. They are that juicy and delicious yeah lemons are the best aren't they it's just the best thing to start the day with and they're so fresh here and the oranges too we had some together didn't we a couple of weeks ago joe those juicy oh god the oranges were just divine Mm, so yummy
1: (laughs) (laughs) just almost fell up (laughs) fell up the rock face there very very um delicate and decadent was that little stumble um i i love this part of the walk so we're walking down now through this used to be a disused riverbed And it's kind of quite high now on either side. And it looks like something out of Sahara, Queen of the Desert. You've got these great big rock formations climbing up the old banks. And the reason we've we've come here today to record this part of the podcast um, is, obviously, to, to chat to Sally, but also to talk about the crystals that you can find here. Because we had some guests on one of our... Trainings a couple of weeks ago, um, and they came back with these incredible, massive, great big crystals that you can basically just get a rock and throw it on the floor and smash it open, and out comes a lot of amazing crystals.
0: So that's what we're looking for today, isn't it? This sort of forbidden fruits of the uh, of the rock. Yeah, I mean it seems amazing because the rocks on the outside look like just any old rock. And I remember actually when I was young, my father used to bring crystals back from all over the world for me. I used to collect crystals when I was little and I completely forgot about this until recently. Obviously as a yogi, I tend to love and cherish my my few crystals that I take with me on trips and, and have on my little altar. But I really forgot that I had had such a passionate collection of crystals as a young girl and these rocks that used to come from Morocco and a lot from Spain, Morocco and lots of places in Africa also that look like nothing from the outside and then bear these beautiful crystals all different sort of shapes and lots of gold fool's gold is one of them um I think you can crack open and anyway they're amazing so how so. that song got named uh, yeah and they've got sort of a, a few sort of smoky quartz and uh honey quartz and things that we're kind of looking for around here I think so
1: I think it's kind of impossible to go to a house in Ibiza and not see someone's crystal collection either by their bed or in their bathroom or somewhere in their house and obviously they cost Quite a lot of money, really. And I know a lot of people on this island have sort of shipped them in from India and places like that. And it's like, actually, what a great way to come down here. And of course, you know, normally we say leave no trace and obviously don't take things away with you from the island. But ultimately, there's a hell of a lot of crystals here. Um, so I think, it's, I think it's OK to come here and, and find a little crystal,
0: just one to maybe take home as a little souvenir, a little souvenir, something to remind you of the island and also for me I was thinking what a wonderful gift it would be to bring to some of the wonderful hosts that have me as their uh, retreat uh, leaders, you know I come to different villas on the island for my retreats and this year I'm staying at my dear friend Camilla Bowler's Villa and it's newly renovated, amazing, um, amazing space, it's her home but she's turned it into a wonderful retreat centre, just completed the incredible yoga platform right up at the top of the hill behind the
1: house. That sounds like a beautiful offering and wonderful thing to give her if she's just sort of started to to open that space up to Mm -hmm. people this year. So that's really, yeah, that's definitely the sole mission for us on this walk, just if we can find a lovely crystal. And I think the interesting thing to say about the crystals also is that um, this island is actually built on a bed of crystals. It's a reason Um, why the energy here for doing the kind of work that you're about to do on your retreat is very special and obviously this island has a bit of a special energy dare I say that word uh, about it is because it is built on a bed of crystals um, and that kind of gives it that extra kind of light and bright feeling when you get here but it kind of also provides or magnifies any kind of activity you're doing here whether it be partying that's why you come here and probably have the time of your life when you go out out as yeah. we'll put it um, but also you know if you're doing any kind of sort of healing work here it also is conducive to sort of exacerbating and bringing that work um to its full depth really without sounding too much like a
0: hippie Ibiza weirdo, what do you think? Yeah, I've always felt very much the same, you know, I, I, I never try to hide my colourful youth and uh, the enjoyment I've had of this island over the years, you know, for all different reasons. I've come here with friends to, to celebrate, to party, you know, much like many have, but... Since I've been um, on my, you know, teaching path over the last sort of four or five years, I have really found it so powerful to practice yoga and meditation here on the island and. It's so transformative. The effects of working um, in those sort of areas on this island—it kind of just doesn't compare to other places. And I think that is exactly what you said. There's something about the energy, the the magnetism, the you know the tectonic plates that are kind of meeting underneath the island, uh, the ley lines. It's it's somewhere quite special. So if you're coming here for a retreat you get a lot more out of it. You get more uh, more bite for your buck or whatever because of the fact that there is this special energy. Mm. So, you know, Spain, Portugal, other parts of the of Europe and, and the world are wonderful for retreating, but Ibiza really has something special. Well,
1: I think, yeah, you've definitely summed it up there in terms of um, what this magical island encapsulates. And there is this vicious rumour. Um, I've never been incredibly sure how true it is, but that there's sort of... Uh, Two places that are the most magnetic in the world: number one being the North Pole, and number two being the South Pole, all the other way around. Or well, those are the top two spots on the uh, on the charts of magnetism. But number three is allegedly right here on this island Ooh. at Svedra. Um, so if you go walking around there with like a GPS or anything like that, the actual dial will get dragged off and um, the map, and all kinds of strange happenings have happened. Particularly when I went on the round the island walk. Toby Clark took us on and yeah basically it is a very very strong spot and I once did like over Danyarasana on the pirate tower there for a photograph and I'm not joking when I came down I mean obviously that can bring on a bit of a head rush sometimes but I actually felt like I was completely tripping I just have never <laughs> felt so like wonked out after that experience for about yeah, a couple of minutes when I came back down. I wouldn't wouldn't uh, advise that around Svedra. <laughs> for some bizarre reason, it feels like a place where um, the energy is strong, and um, that kind of force is uh, in its full ferocity around that neck of the woods. So tell us, tell us, Sally. I mean, obviously you've come over from London here for a month um, to teach on a teacher training. Um, but yeah, tell us a little bit about what. Um, what brought you to this magical island in terms of your teachings? What, what's your retreat sort of focused on when you come back here next month? Is it? Oh, it's June, isn't it?
0: Yeah, fifth of June, fifth to the ninth. Um, so I've been doing retreats here now for a couple of years, but I, um, yeah, I just I always wanted to do retreats here. I had um, attended some amazing retreats with my favorite Kundalini teacher, Trish Wellen, Soul Adventures, and I actually um, held my two retreats last summer at her beautiful home um, near Chukla Beach. It's a wonderful spot that I love and you I know, was really grateful to be there last year. And I always like to explore new places, plus you know, things have been growing, um, my business has been growing, more and more people have been asking and wanting retreats um, here on the island. So um, this year I'm grateful to have my dear friend Camilla's Wonderful Home as a retreat venue for the two retreats. And it's a, just a little bit bigger, a little bit more room for a few more guests, uh, but not too big because for me it's all about sort of intimate family-feel retreats. Um, I like to get to know everyone. This is always... You never know how many people are actually going to end up on your retreat. It's just a, sort of, a bit of luck at the draw. Just look at that amazing... Um, so this is, this is
1: it. This is where yeah. you pick these rocks up and you smash them,
0: and that is where you're going to find your crystal for Camilla. Yeah, I just suddenly had to stop because it was just shining so brightly. This beautiful, I think that's sort of almost like the fool's gold. The colour is incredible. Um, so yeah, we've just arrived at the spot, but do only if we
1: could take that one away us. it's like a boulder. There's it's no amazing. hope of getting that anywhere. No, I don't right. think is it even between us no. No. if we had like a full
0: blown sort of like, stretcher for it. <laughs> I think it belongs to that one. It's not, it's not for us to take away, but, um, but amazing to have arrived at this spot. Yeah. So that's why I'm here because I just love the energy of the island. I've been coming here since I was young, um, and have, you know, enjoyed this place for mo- many different reasons, but now it's the. It's the spiritual practices. It's the journey that I've had on the island myself. Um, as I mentioned, you know, my Kundalini retreats with Trish. I was here the week before my wedding. Um, so, yeah, 17th um, October. No, 14th of October 2017. Mr. Sweeney will be glad to hear I got that one wrong. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Sweeney. Sorry, love you. Um, <laughs> 14th of October 2017. Um, that was our wedding. And the week before we were here, well, not Mike, but me and my mum, on an amazing retreat with Trish and uh, it was just the perfect thing because it was a, a non-vinyasa retreat it's not my, my type of work it's not what I teach so I could just receive and be fully immersed in it and for me that was such an amazing special uh, week before the you know big moment of getting married to the man I love and um, I found it a real pivotal turning point for me, kind of shifting my mental attitude towards becoming a, a real, a real partner. I know that you know not everyone believes in marriage, and each to their own. But it was such a special occasion to kind of finally come together and be married to the man I love. After, you know, now we're together 11 years, so it's been a long journey for us. And so, Ibiza has been such a part of that journey of my personal growth and. Um, my preparing for my sort of each stage of my life and, you know, the next big thing on the horizon is hopefully if we're blessed to have children at some point in the next year. So, you know, I just, um, I just find that Ibiza keeps, I keep coming back to Ibiza. Ibiza keeps coming back to me and I can't wait to share it with more and more people on my retreats. Beautiful. That's,
1: yeah, it is the magnetism of this island will keep bringing you back, basically. And sometimes it's tricky to fathom exactly what that pull is and where it stems from but there is just something here which well obviously that's why I moved here after all those years also coming year on year on year and then more and more and more and more frequently to the point where I was like actually yeah I do want to try out being here full time and it is um it is a challenging place to live it's not um as idyllic as it sounds in some respects but it does have a lot to offer it does have this ing- outstanding beauty and rugged and ragged nature which for me is the number one thing that i enjoy to do here is to go on these lovely lovely sunday hikes that we're on right now we're sitting actually just by the little cove at the end of the crystal coast um that's just yeah there's no phone service here there's no there's no nothing it is just a little hidden secret spot which um thankfully not a lot of people know about and um yeah i will be bringing my retreat group here as well in may um this is one of my absolute favorite walks of the north and i think the northern tip is really where it's at in terms of the the magic that this island gives people that come
0: here to do work that's not um going down in nightclubs really 100 mm-hmm, percent. yeah and it was only really in the last few years i think again through Trish and I actually had my Hindu here so you can imagine that was fairly wild at times. Um, but one of the best parts of it, the highlights, was doing a sort of Kundalini session, mostly gong and just meditation and relaxation with Trish um, on our first Saturday um, in the old place that she used to be at. And it's, um, it was it was then that I really started to get to know the North a lot better and have kept coming back to her retreats and then leading my own retreats here. And I'm going to be in Santo Olaria or just outside on the um, uh, sort of San Carlos Road or just up the hill. And it's a beautiful spot. It's on the way up to the north. It's definitely a more local and more um, quiet area of the island. Because people often fear coming to Ibiza because of the reputation it has. And mm-hmm. you know what? I think the right people end up here anyway. But it really is um, so incredibly protected up here in the north and I will always bring retreat guests on walks as well like you do I mean this is a really special one but going to some of the amazing little coves and the crystal clear waters and it's just such um untouched paradise you know it's not nothing like the, sort of some of the parts of the 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 rest of the island uh, it's not built up you know there's no mega clubs up here it's just it's for it's for the locals it's for the tourists that want to be at peace and swim sometimes naked Um, do be prepared there are sometimes lovely coves that you stumble across up here with lots of um free loving hippies just having a lovely naked swim which you know I'm all for um <laughs> it's
1: one of yeah that's my second favorite thing to do in Ibiza
0: to be honest is to watch everybody swimming naked
1: um, no I actually really <laughs> love to get in myself because there are so many little hidden places where you can do that unobserved yeah like here like yeah. really actually if it wasn't as chilly as it is um I would be quite tempted to get mm. in there right now um, and go for a little a little paddle around it's just it's so peaceful it is so so peaceful um i'm in absolute heaven yeah me too thank you for bringing me here it's, it's so welcome it's an absolute so pleasure dreamy. it makes me come here and uh, that's always i sometimes feel like oh i just can't really bother to do that today but as soon as you you are on it it's like you know it's just the best thing you could possibly do for yourself but sometimes going out for that morning hike that you know trip to the gym, that kind of yoga practice that you really don't feel like you're in the mood for. I mean it's so deeply transformative when you come out the other side of it and you're just like why would I have not wanted to do that the mind is just this magical way of just persuading us that things that make us feel amazing sometimes are really things that we just can't be bothered to to give into and actually um, it is quite a discipline I think sometimes to even come and get out and do things like this even though people would be like well that doesn't sound like it's a chore but when you do take things for granted also when they're on your doorstep sometimes
0: hundred mm, percent and it's such a it's such an important part of the yoga practice to be honest to to keep coming back to to discipline you know and or just just not giving in to the temptation to be a little lazy and just kind of not do that thing that you really love you know obviously give yourself a break now and then it's important i'm really a big fan of putting my feet up and hanging out with my husband some weekends and just taking it easy. But the days that are the best days or the weekends that we really remember are the ones where we get up and we go for a big walk. I'm, I'm based in East London, just on the Chatsworth Road and uh, Hackney. And we've got this amazing expanse of fields just by us, the Hackney and Walthamstow Marshes. And um, there's horses and you can find cows and you can keep walking and walking. And it's just stunning. And you really feel like you've been out outside of london you know going into nature and having a nice a nice walk even if you just walk along the canal or um you know take a trip to one of the markets but getting out and about and then coming home or then you know retreating to a pub if you fancy a a, an afternoon pint or if that's you know if you're that way inclined whatever it is but you you just really make the most of the day Mm. by getting up and going out or getting up and doing your yoga practice and then enjoying the rest of the day you feel so much better for it and i always feel like ah can I be bothered and I admit that happily you know I don't want my students to feel that they're not yogis because they don't quite have the discipline and they don't manage it all the time or we're all yogis and we're all just doing the best we can to kind of create practices that work for us and make us feel good and trying to just ride that ebb and flow of life you know and find the things that are going to kind of really lift us day to day Um, and yoga meditation walks being in nature that's all high up there. Uh, I think one of the things that I experienced with you
1: that was the biggest gift you could ever have given me was to be reminded that Pranayama is part of my practice and I did so much of it on my 500 hour teacher training with Julie Martin and this incredible meditation and Pranayama teacher, Emile Wendell, and that for me was like the most magical part of that teacher training was like an hour and a half in the morning of meditation and, and breath work and to have done that with you the other morning actually um on the very first day that we met was just like oh my god just such a gift and actually i've really put that back in the very start of my practice and even my meditation if i don't have time for my practice um or i tell myself i haven't got time (laughs) um i'll chuck that in there at the end of my meditation now just maybe like five minutes of um a lot of retention of breath and just Mm. like that for me is actually the best thing i can do to come back to balance at the moment is um yeah, just that five minutes of Pranayama in the morning has been really quite a game changer for the last few weeks, which have been a bit turbulent for me because I haven't actually got a home here on the island currently. So I've been couch surfing across lots of different spaces and wonderful friends' homes that I've really loved hanging out with. But I felt a bit like, ooh, I haven't got my own place to settle. And of course, you know, we've always got home inside. And, you know, that's just a nice reminder every morning that that balance and place of peace and serenity is always there, always available. But um, sometimes we forget about that and we can just focus on the external, which can be unsettling if you are focusing on that and just all the things that you don't have rather than the tools available to you that you do have on board, which can bring you back to base more effectively than for concrete walls, actually. Um, so I, I'm really grateful for that little reminder um, through those wonderful sessions that you've been running in the mornings. Just amazing, really amazing.
0: Oh, thanks, Joe. No, I think the pranayama you do. You often forget about the the power of the breath. You know, with pranayama, it's essentially those that don't know. It's breathing exercises. We're just working with the breath, um, the vital life force, prana, and um, we're 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 manipulating the breath. But so you have to be very mindful um, when you're playing with the essence of life itself. Um, But using the breath, harnessing it in different ways to either invigorate the system, stimulate and energize, sort of stoke your inner fire and get you ready for the day, or sometimes grounding and soothing and calming, balancing out the system. Um, Whatever you need, um, there's a pranayama that you can practice in five minutes to bring you that sort of energy to. Um, bring you up or bring you down, and I often forget as well. Whenever I do sort of my annual teacher trainings, I remind myself because I'm teaching meditation pranayama every day that that's such a huge part of my practice. That I mm. often we all you know we all mm. don't have. I teach for an hour and a half every morning here on the island, and it you know we don't have that time in London or uh, the world wherever you're based. It's so easy to just run out of time to even do your one hour of self practice mm. yoga. You know. And actually, for me, the meditation has become the most important um, because I'm very vata, very kind of uh, vata is elementally defined as air. And so I'm up in the air a lot. I travel a lot with work, you know, for my retreats. But I'm also kind of up and, uh, up and out of the house, um, cycling off to different studios and doing lots of different things, uh, teaching in different parts of the, the city and the world. And so when you're on the move a lot and you're also quite kind of flighty and lots of good ideas up in my head a lot, I really need grounding. Um, so for me, the meditation grounds me every morning mm-hmm. and it's essential. And so that combined with a couple of key pranayama, special breathing exercises to sort of give me what I need each morning, it's the best thing, isn't it? It just, it just completely changes my entire perspective on
1: everything. And I think for me personally, um, and I think people in general that get stressed, you know, your breath pattern and length and um, general capacity to be able to breathe is restricted. And I think this causes a lot of tension, not just in the physical body, but elsewhere, um, particularly in my head. And I know that when I elongate and get my breath balanced again between my left and right sides and all of that wonderful magic that can be achieved just from a little bit of breath work in the morning, I just, yeah, everything feels much more open. Everything feels much more possible. And I know that I often wake up feeling like, ooh, you know, not sure how I feel about today, like what's going to happen next, maybe a bit anxious or, um, yeah, uncertain. And I feel like just coming back to that simple wonderful thing that we can all do for ourselves um, quite easily and anywhere. is just an amazing way to kind of get back in control of everything. And I feel like taking charge
0: of my breath enables me to take charge of my life. Is that a ridiculous thing to say? No, that's, you know, that's, that's exactly it. It's, it's finding the time to focus on you and your breathing and everything that we're doing, whatever's going on, your breathing changes, you know. It immediately starts changing when you walk up that hill. It starts changing when you see someone you fancy. Mm. It starts changing when you, <laughs> you know. Doesn't it just? <laughs> whatever, whatever it is, you know. The, the, the heart starts racing. The bread, The breath starts becoming a little bit... Fast pace, sometimes we're very guilty of shallow breathing in society at large, you know, in London, especially in the city, anywhere that there's a bit of a drive and a bit of a pace of life, everyone's shallow breathing. And so, not enjoying that full expanse of breath and the full capacity of your lungs being filled with oxygen. Um, And if you're not breathing in all that oxygen, then you're not bringing in that life force, that prana to all parts of the body you know we need to bring in this Mm. sort of oxygen rich breath into every part of the body to feel as healthy and alive as we can Mm. so when you wake up feeling a little uncertain and it's maybe even been a you know tough week and you just you don't you're not ready to face the day getting yourself out of bed and sitting down in meditation to do 5 10 15 whatever you can do following the breath observing it, and then just playing with it a little bit, expanding the lungs more and more and more, taking in more breath. Or if you know you need sort of steadying, just counting the breath and observing it exactly as it is, not forcing it in any way, but just observing it or doing, you know, Nadi Shodhana alternate nostril breathing because you mentioned the sort of the the two sides, the left and right... um, Hemispheres of the brain need balancing out. You've got this sort of masculine and feminine energy within the body. We all have it. And
1: the sun that, and the moon. The sun
0: and the moon, the Shiva, the Shakti. And it's really important to balance that out. So everyone, whether male or female, has that, those two energies. And so pranayama's like alternate nostril breathing, Nadi Shodana, can really help to bring about that balance and recenter you. Oh, we, we've, we've,
1: <laughs> a whole group of people are just uh, joining us here during this. Uh, wonderful podcast edition which um i didn't expect to happen but seems like maybe we should just get get grooving and uh, continue this elsewhere yeah before we get invaded fully <laughs> no crystal hunting for us we're just gonna uh journey on and come back to you shortly so a little interlude there in uh, our podcast proceedings as the walking ibiza sunday group led by billy white pass by our uh, wonderful little uh what well, felt like a very deserted and secret cove, but
0: um, clearly it's not as secret as we thought, is it, Sally? Not so secret when a lovely group arrives um, on the Sunday walk. Thanks, Billy. Um, <laughs> no, it was lovely to chat to a few people anyway. What a great thing to do. That's the whole point, though, isn't it? You know, bringing retreats here and, and walking groups to these special secret coves, as long as not too many people know about it, it's magic and... That's, you know, it's not just for us to enjoy.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. And um, that is one of my favourite things to do on retreat is, as well as the yoga, obviously, to go hiking in nature. And, um, yeah, really share the absolute ridiculous aesthetics of this island, which I think is one of the main draws for people to come here and appreciate these gorgeous crystal clear coves that you kind of find as you're out traversing the coastline which i did on a 12 day round the island walk once upon a time with toby clark we were just reminiscing actually uh, with some other round the island walkers who were in that group um who i just bumped into and had a very nice little chat uh, and a little picnic moment with um which was just very very lovely and um steve was one of my favorites actually he was the year after us actually on the round the island walk we were just having a bit of a, a reminisce and a and a love in really about that pain that we both uh,
0: experienced over those 253 kilometers not that I was counting or anything I was just about to ask how long was it yeah god that's a real feat isn't it Um, what an amazing thing to do though walking around the whole island because as I said earlier there's so many parts of Ibiza that are just so not undiscovered but that so many people don't venture to and so to do the round the island walk and take it all in must be absolute magic and and more and more, that's what I want to show my retreat guests: is these little secret places, the the nature, the beauty. You know, most of my clients come from London or you know around the world, actually, but a lot of them are from my my regular classes in London. And it's it's just there's just not enough nature around us. Mm. I'm lucky that I said I, I live by a big big expanse of green, and I can walk and and so on. But it's um yeah, it's not the same. It's not the same as this sort of incredible untouched natural beauty that there is here on the island mm. well i think you know
1: obviously the main purpose and primary reason that people come to ibiza on retreat is to reconnect uh through their yoga practice but i think one of the nicest ways apart from you know being on your mat is um is to get out into these wonderful unexplored crevices and cr- cracks and just yeah just getting amongst it really and just like even just sitting here on these rocks recording this is just it's just so nice to get away from everything and really feel the earth beneath my bottom
0: mm-hmm.
1: um in a very different way than I you know obviously get to experience it when I'm driving around in my car or it just yeah it is just a really nice way to sort of remind ourselves the magic of uh of mother nature and um just being in a very different environment is just amazing. I can't. I actually can't wait for my first retreat of the season, um, the Spring Into Springtime uh, Reset Rebel Retreat, which is, yeah, very rapidly approaching. It's less than a month away now. And um, we have also got two spaces left on that, so if you do want to check that out, head to jogabeats.com and uh, have a little look at that. But you wanted to tell us, obviously you're doing your retreat in June, and um, you were going to give a little gift. I don't know if you want to tell us a little bit about that, and your
0: intention behind it. Yeah, sure. So um, I have been wanting... I've been teaching now for four years and four and a half years, and it's um, been a big, big thing for me, a big priority to um, give back more in the last of year or so you know you you do a lot in the first years trying to find your feet as a as a new teacher and um, and establishing your client base and finding the studios you love working at and just finding your 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 pace and how you can earn enough to sort of survive make what you need you know it's not people don't come to yoga for the money that's not why we teach um, but we all need to get by so it's just working it all out in the first few years and then as soon as you start having you know some good successes it's for me anyway it's really important to be able to then give back and when I'm running these amazing retreats sometimes you do have spaces anyway on retreats and god if I could somehow magically gift them to people that really needed it that would be amazing and then I met you and you told me all about Reset Rebels and it's just like the most amazing concept to be able to give back a place on a retreat um, to someone that really really needs it and um, you know more and more that's something I want to do day in day out community classes I'm actually thinking about and this is so early stages so really um, you know you have to wait and see um, what 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 uh, manifests but I am thinking about having my own studio in London which is very exciting and so lots of initial research and stuff going into that at the moment but with that you know a huge part is going to be community classes classes for the people in the area that don't necessarily you know can't afford yoga or don't usually go to the, the beautiful studios they might just they might even not be able to go to a gym who knows what, what's uh, available to them so offering Classes to those that need it, offering retreat spots to people that could really benefit from the five days of amazing nutrition, beautiful food cooked by Katie, our wonderful chef, and uh, and just so much sort of nourishment through the yoga, the meditation, the pranayama, these walks in nature, and the meeting of like-minded souls. It's it's such a great gift to give to yourself. Um, so, be. yeah, it is. Um, such a great gift to be able to give that to yourself and, and many people don't do it they, don't, they can't they can't give it to themselves they can't afford it or, or they don't even know enough about it really that it's sort of that it's something that will serve them so well so to be able to bring this to people that aren't expecting it um, this is yeah it's an amazing opportunity so yeah who,
1: who would you like I mean what kind of person are you looking to join your group what kind of person should be sort of applying to us at the Reset Rebel to join you on your on your retreat in June, what's the kind of perfect
0: person that could enter the mix? Do you think? Ah, oh, I mean, it really is. It's 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 open to everyone. You know, my retreats are, are for all, so it, there is no perfect person. But for someone that could really benefit, um, anyone that's been anyone that's been suffering with anxiety, uh, any mental health issues, or suffered because of. Abuse or trauma in their life, or has been suffering with an illness that has really slowed them down and caused them to have um, less energy and less um, you know, vital life force running through their body. So, I cancer is very close to my heart you know my mum's had cancer twice and um, the yoga has been a huge thing for her uh, that's really helped her um, through that whole process and finding strength again in her body um, since um, you know since she's now recovered thank god and is you know doing really well um, but yoga and her daily practice have been really important cool I've she taught me yoga actually when i was six years old Mum was a yogi back in the day and and now has come back to it a lot in recent years which has been wonderful that we've been able to share that together and i've been able to have her on my retreats in the past but um yeah so anyone that's not feeling that they're 100 percent themselves and is looking for a little bit of, of of strength physically but encouragement nurture um like-minded souls that are going to raise them up build them up and make them feel good because it's all about feeling good in your body and in your mind and that's what I um, that's what I hope to achieve and, and generally work on in my in my retreats is creating a safe space for anyone whatever you come with to to rebuild to find strength inner strength outer strength physical mental emotional um, and and nourish heart and soul yeah. Rebuild—that That is our
1: reword for today's episode then and our uh, little post on Instagram where I'm going to reveal all of these wonderful details. And that's such a beautiful soul statement to put out there to somebody who might feel like this retreat scene in Ibiza is a little bit elite and for people with bags of cash, which basically excludes most people i think in this world the way it is at the moment um, and that is exactly the reason that this project has been set up and was my intention and purpose to be able to share through this podcast i'm just literally under under Ann's armpit now kind of crouching <laughs> under a pashmina to try and get the wind away from the microphone but i'm so grateful to people like you that come on this program and or program so not a big big word for a little podcast but um yeah that come on and really want to give something back and i i just really can't thank you enough for for putting that out there and being able to share this magical gift with um someone who was really really going to take something from that that will, will yeah rebuild their entire life and confidence and ability to be able to re-interact with those around them so thank you so 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 much Sally Ann Sweeney Yoga Like Vibes for joining us and um, here in Ibiza in this gorgeous little cove um on the crystal hidden coast, which. Uh, yeah, it doesn't feel like hidden because we've seen quite a few people today, but it's been really lovely to have you on this walk. I'm really looking forward to your retreat in June and to be able to offer this up and um, get to know you and spend some more time
0: with you and hopefully visit you in your amazing new studio in London. Fingers crossed, eh? That would just be so wonderful. We will see what will manifest. I'm very excited about what's, what's ahead for Yoga Light Vibes. You know, I've kind of built a lot of strength up myself, actually, in the last sort of actually the last few months this year 2019 has been really powerful um, very empowering very abundant full of lots of um, abundance in, in, in all areas so I've been so grateful to be receiving that myself and feeling that I can do the things I want to do and create the most amazing retreats and, and experiences and so the big next step being a, a yoga studio is you know, of course huge but I, the, the fact that I even have the strength and courage to be able to consider it and go for it that's what this is all about, this is what the beauty of yoga and the journey that we're on it's finding that strength from within because you can't get it from anyone else really you have it within you we all have it but sometimes we can lose it and feel less able less confident um, to go for our dreams and create what we want in our lives so yeah I'm just so grateful that I've managed to find that and continue working on that all the time um, and uh, yeah I just want to just give back and be able to help others to find that that strength and courage so yes can't wait to be back in June maybe I'll see you hopefully uh, you'll be I, I sincerely hope so I'd be
1: very upset if not I might pop up and um one of your
0: magical classes yeah it'd be lovely it'd be lovely to have you and uh, if anyone else is at all interested in what I'm doing um, just head to my website com. I'm on Instagram and stuff too and yeah it's just such an honour to be part of your podcast thank you so much Joe. thank you so much
1: for joining us here on The Reset Rebel uh, send us an email to just the good news please at gmail.com uh, to apply and yes we'll see you back here next week thank you Sally thank you Joe.
0: Re-cereble. It's the re-cereble. It's the reservoir. It's the reset.